We live, we recording, you feel me? We back in this bitch. You feel me? Can you hear that, America? We out here, one, one at full volume real quick. <laughs> I'm just doing all the way over here. Yeah, nigga, the bombs are coming to you, nigga. Bombs over Baghdad, nigga, we back. You feel me? Back in this bitch. No bunions, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that's no bat, you feel me? Real blood shit. Let me take a sip of that. What's going on with you, bloody? Uh, like my co-host did not say, welcome to another episode of Hold It Down Podcast where we talk hip-hop and battle rap culture as a whole. I appreciate y'all for listening and those people tuning in. I appreciate y'all for watching because, hey, in case you didn't know, the HIV boys are now in HD. So. You feel me? And I'm out here twisted on that dark, you feel me? That kosher grapes siren, you feel me? I sip that heavy shit, you feel me? All day. Twisted. If my words slur, pardon me. So yeah, uh, <laughs> this is the Hold Up Podcast. I'm your main host, the Unstoppable Bloodbath. Joined by my co-host, the great Quan Cena himself. <laughs> it's John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, I those, those kids used to be amazing, bro. <laughs> What, it was the one where um, niggas did the, uh, the the message shit, the call shit. Yeah, they kept it like, <laughs> It was like, we just want to let you know. It's just... <laughs> you feel me? We out here again. We out here. You know what I mean? One day I'm going to do one for The Rock. And I don't know how to like smoothly transition into it. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't nothing cooking right now. But if something was cooking, I'd be like, if you smell <laughs> what the rock <laughs> is cooking. The rock says, the rock says, the rock. This is a hold down podcast. I'm working with a couple different segments. We start off, we first start off with the hip hop on foolishness and hip hop shenanigans. That's quite a part of the show. Then we get into our actual battle reviews, followed by the end, closing remarks, and um, of course, the artist of the week. Um, you dig? And yeah. there's, apparently, there's been a few shenanigans this time. I guess when the, I guess the universe heard our complaints from a, being a slow week from our last, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's our first smack back with a, nobody to back smack. Nope. You feel me? So they came through with the shenanigans, and the shenanigans was again. In, you feel me? We out here. Okay, sure. Uh, any, any news you want to cover first? You, it doesn't matter what order I go in. Or... It don't matter, you know what I'm saying? Me, quantum physical, don't got no problem. You know what I mean? That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Just with the, with the Shannon Sharp quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's so applicable to so many oh, things. It really like, is. I respect it. Really it. Like, it's so applicable. It's going to be useful for a very long time. You know what I mean? The best ones is when they be like, oh, baby, my, my pussy got a little hair on it. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. <laughs> Yo, just be really like insecure about that. When That's it, true. When it's just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? True. Shit, even if it's a bush there, I'm like, first of all, mama ain't raised no bitch. Mm -hmm. Alright? You see you see the top of my head? Mm -hmm. I deal with hair. I ain't even no fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I'm I let it slide for the first time. You know I mean, I'll battle through it. It's all good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? After that you can take care of the situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Let's get let's mean. get to it. But that ain't no problem. But there's <laughs> there's a with a lot of problems right now. I'm talking about wife and Lucci. I thought it was a little scrappy. No. You don't want no problem. Why well, Lucci right now have turned himself in because police are looking for him because apparently he was involved in some kind of murder. That was, that's what the news was originally. Murder on his mind? Yes. And then the story finally came out slowly but surely that apparently he was in a drive-by 
and he was the driver, and his one of his homies got shot, and they left the nigga in the street. And murder was the case that they gave him. First of all, now I can only speak on because I ain't, I ain't never spent a day in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I barely use the streets to, to cross the, to cross the sidewalks from go to one sidewalk to the next one. You feel me? Or when you're out here and ain't no damn sidewalk, you just go from grass to grass. You feel me? So I can only speak on what I've seen in movies. And movies, you know, I guess they try to portray, you know, art imitates life and all that BS. Most of the time when shit like that goes down and then your partner get hit, if your partner's already like dead dead, then yeah, like, not saying I justify it, but I guess I can understand. Because it's like, well, I don't know what you're supposed to do if you're the one engaged in criminal activity and your partner's like dead dead, like they caught, they caught one, they ain't breathing, they ain't even like, like, you know what I'm saying, there's no chance of saving their life. I don't know what you're supposed to do. We're not even getting, we're not even getting to the fact that like, it's, I don't understand how somebody like wife and Lucci, who is, I would like to say rap wise is probably doing pretty well in life. Like somebody might say he ain't had a hit in a while, but like what? It's been what one year. He's, I mean, he's been doing all right. He got the key to the streets. Yeah, he's been doing all right. Like he's he's been he's he's been beefing with a pretty a pretty known um young thug. You know what I'm saying? Like he's 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 had a hit pretty recently. Like what a year ago or so. Yeah. That's not too bad, especially niggas in the south know how to like really get it out the mud and like be self sufficient. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Make their own bread and whatnot. He's been in the tabloids for like dating a, a, a very beautiful uh, Regine Carter. You feel me? Like, I don't know why this nigga needs to be going on drive-bys. Like, because every day he lit. What you mean? I get. I want. I want. I wanted to not even acknowledge that shit. But anyway, nigga. Like, I was. I don't understand unless it was one of them times where like, like, he was just driving. His just his his his, his partner in the, in the passenger side was just. Wallin' and decided to just pull out the blicky and start blicking at niggas. I don't know the scenario. I don't know what happened. I just know. I just I don't know, bro. It's, to me, it's just wild to leave your homie body in the street. Like, as if he was in the car with you originally, from what it sounded like. So, I would just like to believe that that's what happened. If his homie got hit and he was already like dead, dead, then maybe because like, what do you do? You drop him off. You bring him to the hospital, and then police are asking you questions. They're like, yeah, we went on a drive by, but uh, he got hit. But you know. You, know, you, you guys got him now, so I can go home. Ha 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 ha. No, it's not how it goes. It's right. not how it go, but like you still can't leave a nigga in the street. Like for what? Not that nigga should just like for anything can happen to your man's body. You could get random dead, random animals could try to eat the shit. Like the, the the other niggas might try to fuck with it. Like it's just so much that could go wrong. That, like you just can't leave a nigga's body. Like that's just. Weird. Oh, the other niggas gonna fuck with it. So you mean like like the Dave Chappelle skit? Where the where the uh, niggas had the game war and they dug up the dead body and, and stepped like on that. that nigga's sneakers when he was dead. Yeah, that gonna be like that. That, that shit was wild. <laughs> but yeah, man. No, I ain't nothing that dramatic. But it's like I don't know. It's just. It's just for like leaving nigga behind, dead or alive. Keeping it dead real with niggas. I don't know what religion y'all follow. Y'all probably don't. Y'all might not be Christians or whatever. But I'm just. All this shit is really making me feel like yo, Jesus coming back soon because y'all are wilding and y'all are not unwilding. Like, y'all, y'all are not simmer down. Y'all are not chilling. Y'all are just doing more and more shit. I just don't understand. Rappers get caught up in all kind of bullshit all the time. You know what I'm saying? I've been one to say that I can understand if, like, you know, a rapper get caught with the with a pistol on him or something because 
I can even understand, like, yo, they'd be like, hey, you're a celebrity, you know, you should have security, all that shit. I also understand that if shit get popping and shit gets real and it's life-threatening, that security got their own family, too. That's why they're working for you, because they have to have a job to pay bills to probably support their own life and their own family and shit like that. So if shit get life-threatening, how, how much can you really expect somebody to throw their life at you, right? So I can understand you having that piece to protect yourself, and sometimes that comes with shit. Niggas might have passed. That come, you know what I'm saying? It leads them to other shit. But when you are a platinum artist, probably multi-platinum, I don't know too much about, I haven't listened to him like that, but I know for a fact that freaking ad-lib he had, the uh-huh-huh, for one time I couldn't get that shit out of my damn head. It's, for somebody that doesn't listen to you, but your ad-lib is stuck in their head, that's worth a few M's right there. You know what I'm saying? That's worth a few M's if you if you hustle right. You know what I'm saying? And they got all this jewelry and shit. Yeah, it could be fake, whatever. Basically, nigga doing better than me, all right? If I'm not out here freaking doing drive-bys, why is he doing that shit? And it was in Miami, to, to what I heard. It was in Miami, so that means you in a nice area doing this shit. Like, shit, we ain't even gonna talk about Miami politics, because I know you don't know, but, like, the, the, the three niggas I know from, well, not Miami, it's more like Orlando, but, you know, they got the bolos, so them niggas look like Miami niggas in Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, they, they look the same. It's all Florida crazy street shit, but they bracking out there too, like rappers, yeah, popping rappers, still sh- shit bracking, like you know what I'm saying. Where my niggas live, niggas can't even go to Millennium Mall. Niggas shooting that shit up like it's Lennox. Like shit, like yo, y'all niggas is just wilding, and y'all are not like unwilding. Like y'all niggas are putting fire to the flame, and not like no rain. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all over here chasing pavements, and shit's just getting harder. Pause. Okay, sure. Um, but I'm really not surprised. Excuse me, I'm twisted. Nah, he's, he's really not. Um, I'm not really surprised by it because it's like a lot of these niggas. That's, they still try to keep their street aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Once they once they start getting money, it's like I don't know. But I'm still real stuck. Or you just left your man. So that's really what I'm stuck. I've been stuck on that since the jump. Like. We might have to we might have to have our uh, resident beard enthusiast and street correspondent to speak on the politics of that because we 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 as sidewalk niggas don't really get that kind of activity. I feel like that's one of the parts where like the street shit gets like really really deep. Well, he tweeted four minutes ago that Lucy wasn't the driver. Y'all can't convince me, homie ain't going out like that. He don't cause he, cause he don't want to believe it either because he also realizes you just left your man like. That's, that's what that means. He's I'm damn near, like, beyond him leaving his mans, I'm just confused. Why Why is Lucci driving in this? Why is Lucci in that situation? When you are winning, you're supposed to be on defense. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, Fabio Foran said on his hit, Big Drip, before Big Drip even became a big hit. I wasn't even trying to rhyme that time. Ooh, on a dime. You feel me? But nigga said, we winning, we on defense. And he was talking about the street shit. Him, his local gang beef. They're winning. They're on defense. You know what I'm saying? So imagine how much defense it is when it's like, oh, shit. I caught a hit. Now I'm getting real money. I got M's. I could change me and my gang's life. I'm on defense. I'm not going on no drills. You feel me? Now my affiliates or my gang or niggas that are still home going drills, they ain't, that ain't me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? But, nigga, YFN Lucci is way past the point of being on defense. defense. Why is he on Offense in, in any scenario, like no I really want, like I need details on this. It's like the, it's like Tory Lanez and Megan. I need more details. I need, I need, I need to see what's going on with that. Yeah, I 
Because that just sounds wild. It's going to come out, though. Like I said, he turned himself in. So the truth will come out eventually, then we're we going to know the whole truth. I like to believe that the fact that he turned himself in is why is a how much is a, a testament to how much he's not involved or it's not what people are saying to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because usually that could be it too. Shit like that, shit like that, like nigga, if you coming in for a murder, nigga, that's some. It's gonna be some real time. It's gonna be real fighting. It's I don't know, but like situation. I don't really get confused when they can turn himself in for real, for real. Because like, dog, they're gonna get you. You're not. Yeah, like. Unless you're I don't ready know to if go, you built to run forever, bro. Like, I really, some niggas ain't built to run forever. Yeah, unless like, you back unless when Jewels got caught with them guns at the airport, nigga had turned something like, dog, Jewels is gonna get this over with. Like, let's that's, get this over with. I think it's mostly because we city, we city boys, so like, we we just ain't prepared to really be on a boat and go to the next country and then just stay there, stay low for the rest of our lives. Like, we be like, nah, you know. Your niggas definitely can't do that because they yeah. live wherever they go. And they, they have to say they're from New York at least once a week. So, at least once a week. I'm gonna let you have that because there were shots in there. But you know, I'm gonna let you have that. You just said a nigga on the run got a. <laughs> yeah. Imagine a nigga on the run for murder, still <laughs> letting niggas know he's from New York. He can't help themselves. Some wild niggas shit. cannot help themselves, bro. They can't. No matter where in the world they're from, bro. I just his, his accent only gonna get worse the further he get from New York. Bro, I just imagine, I just imagine a nigga like being quiet and somebody being like, "Hey, yo, how you doing, sir? What's your name?" And he's just like sitting there bursting his seam. He's just like, "I'm from New York." <laughs> That's what you're doing, bro. Get him. He ain't never been a nigga from New York who didn't talk, who didn't talk about it every chance they got, even in conversations where it didn't matter. You gotta let a nigga know where you're from, son. You gotta let a nigga know. For no reason. You be letting niggas know where you're from. I don't talk about Florida unless I'm asked. You be letting niggas know. You be letting niggas know, like in, in indirect ways. Because I have an accent, I can't help that. Yeah, you can. You can speak properly. He came through in the secretary swag today. Oh, my classes. Yeah. And you look real. I was like I said, everybody was confused. It doesn't make any sense. So then she go full on a rant to say that anybody who was against what she was doing is being racist and very un-Black Lives Matter. And that she said she wasn't boiling the cat to eat the cat, which we all assumed. I mean, nobody knew what was gonna happen next. Uh, nobody, nobody even had. There's no logic in even boiling your already dead. First of all, digging up your already buried mm-hmm. dead cat, mm-hmm. there and therefore placing said dead cat mm-hmm. into a hot boiling water setting to mm-hmm. boil the said cat. Yep, she said um, it was soaking in peroxide because she wanted to. It was for taxidermy purposes. She wanted to preserve it, so she took it to a jeweler to basically get the cat's head bejeweled or whatever. I'm not really sure what she plans to do with it. Um, I'm, I'm. I was born in New York, Kev. Like, I was born in New York and, and, and raised in Florida. I don't understand these practices. I've, I've been in like, I'm a suburban dude. Like, I don't practice voodoo. You know, I play some video games here and there, so I don't want to say anything out of turn or out of line or, you know, down any religions or cultures, but just as, you know, my ignorant, um, you know, American experienced black man brain, show doing some wild ass shit, bro. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what is this? What is this? What is going on in that brain of hers? And then the thing that gets me, the thing that really grinds my gears Sometimes it ain't even the actions because you know what? Like we are only aware of so much shit that people do. You know, like 
There's a lot of shit that's done in the dark. We probably know some people that do questionable shit. You out there, America, probably know some people that do questionable shit. And you know what? They keep it to themselves because you know what? They know that it's either questionable or it's probably something that just should be kept secret. It doesn't have to be advertised, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that gets me is when these people post the shit. That's what get, like I, we wouldn't even know she was doing this if she didn't post it. Exactly. If she really wanted to do it, she would have kept it in the privacy of her own home when she was doing the weird shit to begin with. And then she now you say you didn't want down anybody's religion. She decided to take the opposite route and start attacking people's religions, saying that in Catholicism that it's a cannibalistic religion because apparently you eat the body of Christ, which I can tell you for a fact as a Christian, that's untrue. Uh, it's a symbolic reference. Nobody really eats or drinks Jesus' blood. Nobody did that when he died either. Mm-hmm. That's weird. And I tell you what, as a also a Christian, you know, what I'm saying I went to the same same church as Sir Bloody over here, mm-hmm. you know, Sir Bloody the Third. Yep, the second. Actually. The second. Yes. Oh, I didn't know you was a junior, but just. Putting sir in the name and then like a number afterwards just makes it sound so much cooler. But like if I was in church, you know what I'm saying, I, I was able to partake in uh, the communion after I was baptized. So mm-hmm. if I really had flesh in my hands and some and that juice wasn't Welch's grape, because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Welch's grape and there was some red stuff and it tastes like blood, I'd be like, you know what? Muslims don't sound so bad. Like, like yeah, yeah. Islam don't sound that bad. You know what I'm saying? Like. Fam, I would be out of there, bro. Nobody like, really eats flesh of my flesh and blood of my blood. You feel me? Like, DMX didn't even. No, he didn't. He his name was Dark Man X. He was on some dark shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Shout out to DMX. You know what I'm saying? He's still doing well, still gaining weight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that as well. What I'm not glad to see is anything blowing her cat and trying to act like it's normal and getting upset when other people want to address her about her foolishness. I need to address you like a salad, all right? Because you out here tripping. You feel me? She always, she's like on a 24-7 trip. Like, she hasn't made sense in a long time. It's so bad. I remember when she used to make sense against, you know, calling the, uh, uh, um, bringing the racism, the racist, racism attached to Iggy Azalea and her success. And I was on Iggy Azalea's side. You know what I'm saying? But I understood, like, uh, uh, Banks' point. Because <laughs> they're both Azalea, so it throws me off. You know what I'm saying? But now... Now it just seems like 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 chick is all the way tripping. She, she always finds something to complain to get upset about. She done beef then, with everybody that breathes. But then, but then when she got when she got checked on while and out, she was crying and shit. And niggas ain't never gonna let that go because you talk way too much shit. They be crying when niggas talk shit to your face. Like I go, I was embarrassing too because I tell you what, from a nigga from New York, from New York, nigga. All right, you should be able to get cracked on. All right. It's, it's one of the main things that happened. You can't be sensitive and be from New York. Even people I know that are sensitive, when they're in New York, they in field mode. So all that sensitive shit leaves. You feel me? Like, you can't, yo. And I know them. They ain't vindictive. They ain't mean. They're just going to say shit that's funny. You got to be the butt of a joke for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Deal with that shit, bro. And you know what happens when, you, when you're in New York? If you don't like being the butt of a joke, you either stay inside or you learn to fight. It's your only two choices, bro. Or if you really take it there, you learn to shoot. You feel me? Other than, like, that was embarrassing, because especially the cat shit she talks, oh, she, for her skinny frame, she talks the shit that will make you want to, like, put a fist through her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She will talk all kind of hella shit, confidently, too, mm-hmm. cocky, to anybody, small, little, you know what I'm saying, male, female, all, all like, she, what, she done called our whole nation, didn't she? she 
she was the only person I know that had a, a, a fan base that was at least like halfway, you know, LGBT. Oh, you know, no, but then, her fan base is mainly gay. But and then she, she, she came out as transphobic called, and homophobic. And yeah, stuff. fam. Like, what's good with you? It's cause you, yo. That's cause of you. I can't even listen to two on two no more. Like that was a good song. I liked it, mm-hmm. and she really did have her own sound. She was coming with some shit. Like she, she had a good flow, good voice tone. But just like, damn. Like I don't know. Y'all new niggas really made it like where a nigga could be very talented, but like the antics make me not want to listen to your shit. I understand. She always got antics. Like she's she she is an antique herself. She's queen antique. Q A. Antic. I'm done. I was hoping you would be. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I hope, well, I can't even say I hope she chill because she not. She, uh, she not. I just hope she that, not. I just hope that the next thing she do it doesn't rub it in that it's wild because it's like, y'all, like, your cat. Bro, I'll tell you right now, if Antics was color, she'd be my shirt. All right? Straight up. Let's see what you do with that. For the people who are listening and not watching, I, I, would, I would implore you to check out the YouTube. For the people watching, y'all see how wild this man shirt is. So you get it. This is the perfect time to implore somebody. <laughs> that was a wonderful implore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, res- I respect your implores. Yeah. But speaking of a nigga who don't got no respect, you said Funk Master Flex. Shit. Going on rants. Boy, yo, my nigga wild. First of all, he got real reckless after that liposuction. All right? He got real. I guess the, they must have they sucked the fucks out of him, too, because he don't give no fucks. He talking shit about... Bunch of legends, all right. Mm-hmm. Which which one are we gonna get into first? First of all, how uh, he he said that uh, Jay Z isn't on social media because he's the most sensitive mother effer on the planet. That's what he said. We do want to talk about that. Oh, all this um, you know, for context a little bit. This is this happened during the IG live conversation he had with uh, Wallow and Gilly. Now you know Wallow and Gilly being you know salute to them, real mm-hmm. niggas. You know what I'm saying? They gonna let you get your shit off because. I feel like Gilly and Wallow also realize while they're you know real niggas and they respect themselves, people are gonna people all day and niggas are gonna niggas are gonna nig. Niggas so gonna they're gonna let you get your shit off and have that be, have their name be attached to that content while you sit there and look a fool. You know what I'm saying? And bring more money, bring more attention to you know million dollars worth of game podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, salute to them. You know what I mean? One of the uh, podcasts I respect and, and watch all the time. You know what I mean? But we can just we could. We, should, we could talk about that. Do we want to talk about how he said uh, uh, apparently um, Drake uh, Drake is better than Jay-Z? You want to talk about that? Mind you, he's from the Bronx. He's from New York. He's from New York. It's, this has been... I don't know why. These topics have been very New York heavy. Or maybe I've just made them... You made them that. You you reached to make them that. Wait, how... Azalea Banks is from Harlem. You feel what me? Funk Flex is from Bronx. What did that have to do with her boiling her cat? Explain to me who else in New York boils their cats and why it's relevant. No fucking body else that you know of. Exactly. You went out your way to talk about that. Well, nigga, what I could do is be like, you know what? Probably Bob and Lucci being in Miami and niggas in Florida just being all around crazy because Florida's the craziest state out of all the fucking 50. Maybe that's the reason why he decided to do a drive-by in Miami. First of all, niggas don't even do drive-bys in places that aren't their native home. He didn't even do a drive-by in Atlanta. He did it in Miami. And he, he did it in foreign lands. Why is he doing a drive-by in foreign lands? You feel me? We can, we can get into he, Florida's craziness. Because he's heartless. That's why. Really, nigga? Really? You know, you know the, the the only good thing about this is I'm not familiar with his music to even know your references. Because it was but definitely I, another Lucci song. <laughs> I, but I, I can feel when you're making it. 
<laughs> I'm just glad I don't know it, so I can't give you all the way to satisfaction. You get like maybe 60% of it. You feel me? But I know a good bit of Lucci song because I've been out here for so long. Uh-huh. That's another thing, too. You've been out here for a minute. You've known about his shit. That means his shit's been popping for a minute. Therefore, he should be... He's in a he's in a better tax bracket than the situation he's in. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, as uh, as Young Thug put it, the person he's beefing with, I don't want to see no nigga in jail free all. So... Yeah, yeah, so free wife and Lucci. But um yeah, Fall Flex, you know what I'm saying? He, he got rid of the lipo and brought on the bullshit. You know what I mean? Uh also another tidbit, uh apparently if I understand the context correctly, uh he addressed Drake doing the um two thousand and nine uh, freestyle at Hot Ninety Seven where he had the Blackberry in his hand, you know what I'm saying, a little I don't say controversial, but it, it brought attention because niggas don't usually do that. Niggas usually have their shit memorized at the time. And niggas, like, downplayed him for having a Blackberry because, like, you know, you should already have your shit ready. should be reading your shit there, right? But apparently, they said that uh, Drake had already had them lyrics mem- mesmerized because they had practiced yeah, the yeah, freestyle. Yeah, the me- mesmerized? He had the memorized. I'm sorry, man. I'm twisted. You know what I'm saying? The, the dark got me, bro. Let's take another swig. You feel me? He's drinking grape juice. He is drinking grape juice for, for the people who, again, are not watching this listening. I'm out here. He's drinking sparkling grape juice. With no ice. Woo. That's, anyway. that's about to enter the salty spittoon, nigga. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what kind of stipulations you put on that bitch. I had a bowl of nails for breakfast. I got, I got chase. Without any milk, <laughs> I got chased with some water. Ooh, I think you basically just drinking sugar water. It's sparkling juice, nigga. What'd you say? I can't hear you over the liquor. That's not that's anyway. how that works. Anyway, <laughs> actually, has been drunk before. You can still hear people over liquor. I don't know how loud you think alcohol is. It's not that loud, nigga. You can still hear people. Uh, I guess I ain't going driving tonight, all right? <laughs> Take my keys, Kev. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Funflex is out here bugging, bro. So um, he apparently he insinuated that, um, for one thing, Drake already knew the lyrics before, like, because they practiced the freestyle before they actually recorded it. So it's weird that he would already know a freestyle by heart, but then when he's rapping it, he's uh, having a, he has a Blackberry in his hand. Funflex was trying to insinuate that somebody else wrote the uh, freestyle and he had the Blackberry in his hand when the cameras was on, so people would think that he's reading it because he wrote it. I even remember um, back when um, So Far Gone was popping, he talked about the Blackberry with the side scroll. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say popularized Blackberry, but Blackberry was popping at that time, and that's when, you know, that was a, the best device for, you know, rappers to write their lyrics in. You know what I'm saying? It had a great note section. I miss the Blackberry, I miss buttons. You feel me? It's reason. Saying, all right, see my point. I I remember I remember all of that. I don't see how him reading it means somebody else wrote it. I don't no. see the correlation. It's it's not that he it's saying um that him already knowing it means that somebody else wrote it. He only had the blackberry in his hand, so people would think that he wrote that. That's so they still, think he's reading his own lyrics on the blackberry. That you know still saying? doesn't lead to me saying somebody else wrote it because rappers come into radio stations all the time spitting. Memorized freestyle, mm-hmm. so that but, doesn't mean anything. Well, that's it. Funflex was reaching with that one, but Dude, we really. Reaching. I mean, he was also the one of the people that had the reference tracks before, like the world knew. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, he was the one that had the reference tracks on deck 
A few, I think other, other people heard about it too, but he was the one that released them or something. So, but yeah, he was supposed to, he was trying to say that um, Drake having a Blackberry was supposed to like, you know, signify him reading his own lyrics, but Funflex believes that somebody else wrote them shits. I feel like it's a reach because I feel like ghostwriting wasn't really, it wasn't the talk. Ghostwriting's always then. been a thing, but it wasn't as attached to Drake's name. Like you, yeah. like you was leading about alluding to right there, it yeah. didn't really get attached to Drake's name until until the Meek beat. And it wasn't really cranking out hits, hits, hits like that. He was just successful, and you know I think he had dropped. I think he didn't even drop. Uh, so uh, think me later at that time. Yeah, I think all he had was so far gone. Yeah, it was still potential. Yeah, I mean you know besides all he had was um, besides the two tapes before so far gone. Which if you were a Drake fan, you know we ain't got to talk about it. He had you the best. That was out at that time. Yeah, now so far gone. And then he had all the songs with Lil Wayne, like Ransom Poppin'. and like um, That was a, and the funny thing is that was the time when niggas were saying that Drake was Lil Wayne's ghostwriter. Yeah, so I don't know. So I feel like niggas are reaching. That that so, that era of Drake I'm familiar with. Because yeah. I, I was listening to Drake back then, then yeah. I don't know. Just, I just I just fell off of that nigga. Like rapping Drake, I ain't got no problems with. Yeah, he was more about bars back then and yeah. you have said that you respect you rappy Drake, even though you yeah. listen to him at all. You respect the rapping Drake, you just don't like the R and B shit. Yeah. Because you know he really he doesn't have a voice like that. No. But at all. I still fuck with it. But you know I can understand, I can understand your side of that. You know so at that at that time it was rap Drake. That's why yeah. he can go to Hot 97 and drop a freestyle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't doing freaking like UK accents like he's doing now. Like and then going on drill beat be like mandam tic tac toe, <laughs> all that other shit. So. But yeah, Funflex, it really sounds like Funflex is just like shooting at niggas that he got beef with, as usual. That nigga is. He don't like Jay-Z, he don't like Drake, you know what I'm saying? It's still the same nigga that, you know, decided to uh, throw shots at Tupac two decades after the nigga's dead, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, Funflex be, be on his shit, you know. Still, I feel like he does just enough to still be respected, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And as the legend that he is, he's still a legend. He just doesn't have to be like respected, but every once in a while he pops out with some dumb shit as to where like niggas like younger than us ain't gonna look at him as a legend because we just gonna look at him for antics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Niggas my age and above me, we're gonna be like, we're gonna remember when we was driving around in New York and we heard when that funk flex, the funk master flex, master flex, flex, funk master flex. That shit was classic. So we remember them nights, nice, so like we'll, we'll bypass the bullshit and forget it. You know what I mean? And that's why he can still do freaking videos like he's doing now with them. Um, Fabio Foreign and you know the one that he has with King Vaughn and you know having people come up to freestyle and shit like that Especially being one of the few people that people do that for like people don't go to radio stations and really freestyle no more Yeah, but the only people really getting freestyles nowadays is Funk Flex and Sway Sway and then maybe LA Leakers if you if they feel in and you they make it one You know what I'm saying? It'll be when a nigga on the climb once a nigga like, you know Got some plastic, like nigga. I'm, I'm not coming to station freestyle, nigga. Yeah, nah, nigga. You're gonna be lucky to get the interview, nigga. Moderate artists, I'd say, don't do that. Yeah. Old school niggas, they stay. They, they don't give a fuck, cause like they, they're so seasoned. Don't matter to them. Bro, it's nothing to them, bro. Method Man, after not driving a project forever, I don't even know if he ever plans to drop a project. Nigga was auditioning for Power and still came through. Dropped two solid ass 32 bar verses. On a jid beat, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for Sway, with Black Thought next to him. You know Black, you know Black Thought. We ain't got to talk about Black Thought. We ain't got to talk about Black Thought. But if we were talking about Black Thought, that nigga's a fire-ass freaking MC, my nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's nigga, easily one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, kicks, kicks ill-ass bars for breakfast and dinner and lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just like, rappers from that era, that's what they did to like, all right, you got to do that. Like, it's, it's, 
part of it's part of the it was part of the craft back then. Yeah. Nowadays it's really not. So it's like, I understand why most rappers nowadays can't freestyle very well or like it's not something they do often because it's like it's not as it's not as glorified nowadays. It's not it's not a it's not something they actually have to do because before niggas used to battle a lot. So like niggas don't really battle nowadays. They just make they just make music because they want to make money. Yeah. You know what's funny too? They're a good rapper no more because most of these niggas are genuinely not good rappers. Yeah, I feel like Lil Uzi Vert kind of started that shit. Mm-hmm. Like when when he went up on um, High ninety seven and niggas asked him to freestyle, he was like, "Bro, I, it's not what I do. Like I'm not a freestyle person." And then he like they, like they tried to play. Uh, I think they played Mass Appeal. He was like, "Bro, why are you playing this old ass beat?" Like he just shitted on like the formula shit. But then he rapped on RoboCop, and I was like, "Okay." I think I think like niggas like you know niggas like Sway and you know the 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 radio DJ niggas finally got is like okay if a nigga spits if like rapping is his shit then you know he'll come out there and spit like the baby you know the baby has his you know say what you will about the baby but he raps mm-hmm. you know what I'm and he can rap mm-hmm. so he might come out there you know before he makes a hundred million dollars he'll kick a little verse for y'all but. No offense, nobody wants to hear Uzi Vert kick a freestyle. Nobody wants to hear some of these niggas that got hits or are rappers. And I say air quotes because everything's melodic. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear. We don't want to hear it. We don't. We already know you're not good at that. So yeah. I ain't even gonna waste my time with it. I'm, I'm waiting to see what XSL gonna start doing because they know these niggas can't rap or freestyle. Or was, I don't know. I'm assuming all these niggas coming with their shit's pre pre written at this point. I don't expect no off the dome from them no more. But it's like. Shoot, even even with that, niggas find a way to like figure that out because like you know, I mean, while Uzi Vert didn't want to rap, then he rapped on uh, the WSL shit, and it, it was the those, most, those rings. Yeah, and but it was the most it was like the most viewed like shit like mm-hmm. with him, um, Twenty One Savage, uh, Lil Yachty, and uh, I remember it? that there was another person involved, Denzel Curry. I didn't want to forget because it was a it was a respected for. I'm not even gonna cap. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was a fire. I, I remember that one. I remember because. Denzel, I, I think he kicked it off. I think Denzel's a good rapper. And then Twenty One, I, I remember. I remember that Twenty One. Twenty One said thirty to your face, sixty to your face, ninety to your face. That's a close case. I never forget that. I forget that. He washed up, young savage. Man, I got my call. Washed. Bro, that shit was fucking. Twenty One, I know. That's my boy. That's my boy right there. You said ninety to a nigga face, man. There's so much overkill on that. Like, I don't shit. like the human face doesn't have enough surface area to collect 90 bullets. Right. Like, you shooting pavement at that point, my nigga. That's so much. Bu- <laughs> what did that nigga do to deserve 90 bullets, my nigga? God damn. That's crazy. That one, that one I remember. All, all you had to do was say 20 was like, oh, I know that one. Like, yeah, that's I know that one. Mm-hmm. That, shit, that shit was fire, boy. That was a fire moment. But, like, you know, they're going to figure it out because, like, niggas have still made that part. Entertaining, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they're good, because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, it does it does um separate the good from the weak. Yeah, it's even like no disrespect, but the nigga we didn't know from last year's twenty four twenty four karat gold. Yeah, you know, Prince gives him a hit. Yeah, I have no a, idea. It was a big hit, a like big hit number on, one on like on like the rock charts. Yeah, you like, know the boy's real name is Golden. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I did a little research on him after that. I was like, apparently that's his shit. I was gonna live in ignorance until. I, I saw the boy was at the. Uh, I think I called him the boy. Like, like he's a, like, he's a grown ass man. Young looking. Yeah. He was at the. He was at the New Year's um, performance that he performed some song. They was like, oh yeah, like this is trending. Number one on the rock charts. I said, yeah, this nigga trending. This yeah. nigga that we had never heard of. Yeah. He caught a hit immediately after. Yeah, no idea. 
Yeah, he probably, like, you know, he's a well, uh, well-versed young man. Like, like he's one. You know, some niggas that catch one, and this nigga's like, nah, I knew mm-hmm. what I was doing from the jump. He's mm-hmm. one of them niggas like, nah, I knew, I was, knew, I knew what I was doing from the jump. But even then, when um, when it was his turn to freestyle and shit, he's in the same room with, with Mulatto, who, you know, say what you say what you will about her, but when she, she needs well. when she rap when she needs a rap, she raps well. Yeah. And then Fabio Foreign, he's an acquired taste. But even he kind of got off on that one because mm-hmm. he's still from Brooklyn. So when it's time to like go in, there's a little bit of going in there. There's, there's a little bit of going. I mean, you ain't got to respect that. that. I can totally understand. You ain't got to respect that. What does Brooklyn have to do with his rapping, though? Because if a nigga's on the block trying to rap and you totally ass, niggas going to be like, yo, get the fuck out of here, my nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Now, now on the track, you can make it different. You can be like, oh, hype, he's energy. It's not about the bars, whatever. But, like, before niggas get in the studio, niggas going to be ciphering around their homies, especially niggas like Fabio Foreign. They be having a lot of homies in the videos and shit. You probably spent, you know saying, while you got this, the blowing rotation, niggas just got to be playing and start freestyling. You ass, niggas, niggas going to joke you out of trying to get into the studio. Niggas, or niggas going to be like, yo, that shit actually aight. You should record that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so. If, you, if you swear New York has something to do with his rapping abilities, but continue more. He ain't gonna disrespect my state. Right? I'm not gonna do that. Disrespect, disrespect like, my state, son. He ain't gonna disrespect my state. Always find a way to add New York into the conversation. Just weave New York into the conversation. Like, no, that ain't nothing to do with Cause it's New York, B. It's New York, son. It's New York. Feel me? Yo, I'm gonna take a drink to that too. You feel me? Well, you do that. Um, like yeah. So like, like Quan said, as I was yeah, saying, five year raps. Um, he rapped. He rapped okay on the freestyle. He rapped okay on that, but then it was in, it was in bullet points because that's how five year always raps. I swear, when I saw that, I've never forgot it, and I hate that. Because <laughs> I definitely feel like it's, it, it describes the style so perfectly. <laughs> Even it's old and shit, I'm like, God damn, like, it really does. It's the same flow on the songs, too. I know very little Fabio songs, but I, the ones I've heard, they sound like that. And I was, I go like, I fucks with it. I fucks with it 100%, but it, it, it's definitely accurate. But, um, but yeah, his shit was all right. And he flirted with a mulatto a little bit, or mulatto flirted with him a little bit. Shout out to know. the, shout out to the boy. I don't know how it was. I just know that nigga was staring at her very aggressively, and it made me uncomfortable. Oh, cause she was, cause uh, I think, um, cause she had said some shit. She had said some bars on her shit. She was like, "If it ain't five you, I ain't fucking with a rap nigga." Some shit like that. She, 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 she threw him a little rhythm in, in the bars. Mm-hmm. But um, then twenty four Kara Golden's verse came in, and I was, it wasn't ass. I won't say it was ass, I don't even but remember. it I don't wasn't remember. exactly right. Everybody else was like, "All right." All right, all right. His came through, and, and it's not he was struggling too, because I think he was really off the dome. But it was like he should have knew better. Yeah, he should. Well, we don't know you. You think you come here and do bullshit? We make some deal and make a name for yourself out here. I mean, we don't know him. That's because also we like you know we listen. To, we on a certain age. I feel like like he's definitely for the twenty and younger. Oh, he got them. Especially he got a young face, so you know the the, the girls gonna love him. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I don't even know how we got there. I ain't gonna lie. Cause I was, we was talking about uh, funk flex and okay. hating niggas. We talking about freestyles at the radio. Okay, got you. And then you, you find I, I talk about XXL, and then you went on about twenty four karat golden. Got you, got you. But yeah, yeah, funk flex is you know, every once in a while he comes through with some antics, and he's just anticking at this point. That's why, that's why I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying it's only when somebody puts a camera on him that he decides to come with some antics, and you know, I guess. At this time, Gilly and Walla were the first people, the uh, best people for him to antic with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Talking to real niggas, they have a certain um, demographic. You know, I th- they probably got some younger uh, demographics, but they're also very much like, you know, they're from 
they're older men. You know, Gilly's they're been all a from legend. The same era. Yeah, so they all speak the same language. Basically. Yeah, so basically how you put it. Basically how you put it. So you know, Fun Flex was just funking shit up, funking and flexing. Peers today, I'm gonna talk my shit with niggas who understand what I'm gonna talk about. Yeah. And now, yeah. Now, now the internet heard his talk amongst his peers, and they're confused. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like niggas also be knowing who to do that shit with, cause like Funflex been having a problem with Jay Z. I don't know what the problem is, but he's been having an issue with Jay Z for years. I feel, I don't know what sign he is, and I'm not even a sign type of nigga, but whatever whatever sign he is, it's probably one of them niggas that hold grudges. Because it seems like whenever he talks about somebody, he talks about them for years and years and years. He just, it was just randomly come back up. You feel me? Because I think even with Drake, like, freaking, um, a nigga got a whole career off of that shit. And he's like, fuck that Canadian nigga. Remember, nigga was in the club, and he turned around, and he was like, looking at the camera. Confused. That's a, that's that's a, a he's a blogger nigga. Confused. But he's a blogger now. His name is It's Biscuit. I be seeing him as a nigga that be tapped into into New York music streets and blogs and shit. He's he's around like niggas know him. You know what I'm saying? That was the first time I ever seen him ever. But I saw his I saw his face. He even had a podcast. He had a podcast with Murder Mook. Freaking, uh, you remember the name of that podcast was? No, I don't. Is that the one with him and, and uh, him another dude and the white dude? Is that the same one? But they had that that, that, um, that the white girl. White girl. Okay, that's the yes, Jules. Oh, no, like every time you talk about Murder Mook on the podcast, that's where my mind goes <laughs> is Murder Mook caping for Yes Jules and laughing at jokes that wasn't nearly as funny. Oh my as god, yo! I ain't gonna lie, yo, yo. That's where my mind goes. Speaking okay, of Murder Mook on that podcast. Speaking of that, speaking of that, real quick before I forget, if you if you remember that, if you remember that, do you watch Drink Champs? Yeah. Have you seen his episode? You seen Murder Mook and Lord of Lux on Drink Champs? I ain't seen that one. Bro, I recently saw that. You got to check that out. You got to check that out. Because that nigga's caping for uh for Trump. I have heard there is some niggas who was Trump supporters. But I don't know what's up with this man, yo. Because, like, first of all, he was defending Yes Jules. The same person that got damn Caesar canceled. That, that's the same white woman that got damn Caesar canceled, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what y'all understand. It's, it's her. She's the... <laughs> I ain't no, I ain't gonna blame her. She's like the avenue. She's the like the funnel. But mm-hmm. it was he did it to himself because Daniel he was did, like he did it to himself. He was cocky as shit. He did it to himself. But he he was hyped up off that yes jewels. Oh, he was yes yes. I don't know what it is about white girl ass and mild mildly pretty faces that niggas just be ready to throw <laughs> their careers away and support their own people away for 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 somebody else. That's exactly what the fuck happened. So yeah. I just every time I think about Mook, always jump back to it. Yeah. In my mind, my mind goes, yeah, yeah. I saw Mook doing what play. If he wasn't rapping, in my mind, he always laughing at white girls' jokes. Like that's what he do all day. I ain't gonna lie to you, son. Oh, that clip is. If y'all have never seen the clip, please, y'all. I please watch the clip of him talking Listen. to Gas Jules. That nigga was first off. I don't know who was conducting the interview. Could have been him because he was sitting way too casually because he was linked over halfway in this chair. Well, he was so this comfortable. This comfortable, lean back and laughing, head back, laughing at these jokes that wasn't really jokes. Head back. And I know the nigga wasn't yeah, funny. Something is your head to lean all the way back. You know what I'm and I know, the, I know the chick wasn't that funny, and I know he wasn't flirting because the nigga married. Like, what? What was he trying to make the white girl that comfortable for? I don't know. He damn sure didn't try to make Iron Solomon that comfortable. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? The only time a nigga make the white girl comfortable like that is if you bagging up. Because it's like, for real, bro. <laughs> that was the for only real. time nigga want the white girl to get that comfortable. Dog, like, bro, and Murder, yo, Murder Mook, we love you, bro, but that, that shit, that shit just was a wild, that was a wild 
Time. Bro, that, I think that canceled your whole podcast. Because after that, there was maybe like one more episode. <laughs> after that, it was gone. But yeah, that podcast had him, another white dude, cool white dude too. You know, mm-hmm. he's like like Rory from um, mm-hmm. Joe Budden. I don't mean to co- compare the two, but I say that to say he was a cool dude. Like level-headed, mm-hmm. you know, sensible white guy. They say like there's white people and then people that happen to be white. Mm-hmm. Like that, right? Then there's um the dude who was in the video when oh, oh, was like, fuck that Canadian nigga. It's Biscuit. Like, that nigga's a whole blogger now off of that. I think he went viral from that. I don't know if he was doing something before. I'd never seen him before then. But from that point on, I was like, oh, he's actually somebody. That shit was crazy. That shit was crazy, crazy. Speaking of his crazy, little um little uh, quick shout out. Uh, Uncle Murder's um, wrap up of 2020 video is out. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I think it came out like two days ago or three days ago. But you know, for the, for those that listen to Uncle Murder and know that he does a year end wrap up, he took that shit from Mad Skills, Brooklyn style. You know what Whatever happened to uh, Ghostface year end list of his favorite rappers? Bruh, maybe you could tell me, was that really Ghostface Killer or was I it heard, somebody I heard, taking. I heard it wasn't really Ghostface Killer. Okay. But I used to list, I used to wait for it every year because I started, it started with the year. Where they where it was like Asher Roth on there, and I'm big Sean was on it. I remember for Asher Roth, it was a picture of Ellen DeGeneres first. Bro, and they said that. I think it was disrespectful, bro. Oh, very disrespectful. I remember he said that Big Sean had like the most moist aura he'd ever been around, dog. Like, that list, those lists was fucking hilarious. It was like, this is mad disrespectful. But I know I'm, I'm pretty confident that. The God himself goes away said that was that was really Yeah, he would I don't think he would have did that shit. No, nah, I don't think he would either. He don't run around there talking about niggas like he yeah. Do that yeah, that's that's why it's that's why it's also a really weird trait when like people like, you know, a said from Flex, people that are from that era be so pressed to be with the times today and talk about other people because that's really what we didn't do. Because nah. even um I was like this week I was watching a bunch of drink champs um interviews and I watched Buster Rhymes. And while Bus Rhymes got into damn near his whole career, he also maintained a very good level of not talking about personal shit or trying to unleash secrets mm-hmm. or talking about niggas where it was, you know, not necessary. Even though he know the scoop and could out niggas, but he's like, that's just not what we do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's, I think that's also why it'd be so weird when niggas like Funflex do this shit. Cause like, niggas like Funflex don't, don't air shit out like that. You know what I mean? You got you almost gotta catch niggas slipping, slipping. Like even when um when Busta Rhymes and Swiss Beats talk, and all of a sudden you be like, yeah, that nigga got a problem with Drake and shit. It's like and niggas be like, where? How did that? Where did that come from? Because niggas are prone to not talk about other niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's necessary. This is like really the cloth you come from, keeping the G real. You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna compliment you, really green tea ass nigga. It's really like BB's supposed to be, in my opinion, like dog. You don't run around talking about shit you don't like. Like that's Facts. that's that that's that new school weirdo shit where you got all the guys talking about shit you don't like. Dog, the way I came up with like nigga, if you don't like it, why you keep looking at it? Why you keep talking about it? If you don't like it, leave it alone. Like don't be around it. Yeah. Like even like even if you don't like a nigga, you're not gonna keep running into this nigga. This like you know what I'm saying? Like that's not how life works. If you don't like something, you don't go around it. This life ain't fucking reality TV. But where all the reality TV shows, all the people who don't like each other always around each other. That's not real life. That's not how real life works. Exactly. Realistic, like. Like, bro, I'm not around nobody I don't like. You know yeah. why? Because I don't fucking like them. Like, exactly. I'm, why am I around these niggas? You feel me? I'm not in, in the vicinity and none of that shit. And if I ever didn't like somebody and somebody else I knew that I do rock with knew that person, they would let me know beforehand, hey, so-and-so's here. I'd be like, you know what? Probably not going to come through there because I don't want to exactly. deal with so-and-so. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just avoid situations. Grown man ting. Yeah. 
You feel me? Even on this podcast, like we have people we don't really care for, and we just choose not to speak on them because you know what? We could. Yeah. They be the ones antiquing the most. Yeah. And we can make whole freaking segments. I'm we can make a whole podcast I'm about them. Give views to a nigga I don't fuck with. Like, you know what I'm saying? And we nobodies. They yeah. well know more than us, nigga. But fuck it, we. I don't want to get my views that way. Exactly. Speaking of getting views, make sure you head to the YouTube channel and watch your boys, the HD boys, now in HD. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if we get enough views, I might get a haircut. And when I say haircut, I mean on the side here. I'm keeping this shit, all right? I'm going to keep my crown. Black power, nigga. For real, for real. Let me take another sip to that. Out here twisted. You know what I mean? But yeah, to conclude it, Fun Flex is still funking and flexing out here. Talking about Jay-Z and Drake and just controversial shit. You know what I'm saying? Go peep it. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. YouTube be having the IG lives. Also, speaking of, speaking of YouTube, y'all niggas realize y'all clubhouse uh, conversations are on YouTube, right? Because that's what I be seeing all the time now. Like, y'all niggas got to relax. Y'all niggas got to watch what y'all saying because the police is on clubhouse too. Okay. Apparently niggas be forgetting because I'm hearing people say that shit. It was like, yo, y'all niggas realize freaking Jay Mills had to say it. When a nigga like Jay Mills has to freaking say something, that's when you know niggas is bugging the fuck out, all right? When he feels like he's giving niggas advice saying like, yo, y'all niggas realize the police are on Clubhouse too, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't even see niggas' faces. So just because it could be the baddest chick's face on there, but she's just not a speaker, unless you know it's freaking Officer Dickhead getting all the shit you talking about, about to lock you up and put you right next to the YFN Lucci. You know what I mean? Free the guys. But uh, yeah, I think that's gonna conclude the uh, hip hop shenanigans this week. We're gonna get off into our actual battle review of the week. Bow! This week's battle was from, was that, volume six? Was that Smack Volume six? It was Good so. vs. Gichi Gotti. You dig? This was the last event of 2020. Uh, For sure. In my opinion, it was one of their worst events of the year. Past day? Past day. Horrible. Um, it had Ill Will versus Danny Myers. That was whatever. Bar God! I forgot about that. Uh, I almost forgot about it too, I ain't gonna lie. It had Arsenal versus Jerry West. That was probably like one of the best battles of the night. For sure. Because Arsenal was actually rapping, which I always appreciate. Uh, <clears throat> is it a shame that sometimes we gotta like preface that? Like, just because the name is, is there doesn't mean it's gonna be guaranteed like fire. Like, sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. You know, like, like when Sue Surf was back, 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 like, he was killing shit. And then we was like, all right, maybe he might be consistent. Maybe we'll get another one like that. And I feel like since then, we have had not had another Sue one Surf like that. Had, I think the only good battle we had was, like, earlier in the year. Since then, he choked every other battle. Like, every single battle was choked this year, except for the first one. So Has it all been um, caffeine battles? Yes, yeah, so he choked all of them. So you mean to tell me he can't like he's get choked. started without gas? He's basically a car. Is that what you're saying? Is, is that what you think the caffeine is? Because caffeine's usually been like quieter, more quiet room shits. Mm-hmm. It's not been big events. So without like me, you know, spitting this bar that I worked on and it's a fire ass bar, and then the the whole crowd going crazy to amp me up to keep on going. He without that shit, it seemed like he the chokes. First, the first time he choked, he said it was because he wasn't used to that environment. He wasn't used to hearing himself. Yeah, I gave it a pass. Choked again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When he chokes again, it's like, all right, like you could have gotten prepared and acclimated to the situation. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's just not like you just don't perform well when it's just emphasis on bars mm-hmm. 
and presence and not and you ain't got gas. You ain't got all, all your niggas on stage with you. Yeah, when you can't be like a freaking Brooklyn Drill video and have your niggas twirling and, and freaking, you know, woo walking behind you, it seems like you don't perform the best. I don't know what it is, but so bad. Outside of the rap, Surf's been good as a commentator. Like Surf and uh, Jay Black be like doing free show commentary and stuff like that. So he's a, he's a good he's a good talk. Like he's a good host. He's a good personality. But I don't know what it is. Like so when it comes time for the bars, niggas niggas been falling apart lately. So I think he might stick in that talking role. Where he just where he's just a color commentator. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm not mad at like, you know, if he were to go in the commentating route, you know, it would be a good avenue for him because he's already got his solidified you know reputation. So you know, it could be like. Jerry Jerry Lawler was it Jerry Lawler or who was the guy that actually wrestled before Jerry, Jerry King Lawler Jerry King Lawler like Jerry Lawler a freaking battle rap and shit and most a lot of these battle rap niggas be having personalities they be some funny niggas behind the um behind the mic and shit so they would, it would be great for niggas to be putting their personality on display you know what I'm saying to to uh, bring battle rap even bigger because there's still I feel like there's still a lot of room for battle rap to expand yeah um, I, shit. I heard somebody said it was, it was Don Burrito his battle with Rum Diddy he was talking about how Don, Rum Diddy ain't got no show on caffeine like, like a lot of other battle rappers got shows on caffeine now mm-hmm. and he was just like he was like in his bars he was talking about how like Rum Diddy show show more personality he was just like maybe you can get a show on caffeine too and I, like I remember afterwards it was like doing a little interview he was just like yeah I think Rum Diddy's like hilarious he's like he's a real funny dude outside of rap he was like. I think he's a great personality. Just watch more rappers like will show their personality and stuff and get more people engaged. So I would like to say that because I ain't gonna lie. I feel like Rum Diddy would be actually one of the more drier people because when he raps, like he's pretty just consider- consistent about the same thing, and he also don't joke a lot. You know what yeah, I'm saying? At like, least not on camera. Yeah, not on camera. But who knows? He might be hilarious. He might be like yeah, a, like he I, I, he seems to be one of the most well liked dudes among the whole battle rap. Like maybe see like other battle every other battle rap I've seen likes Rum Diddy. I ain't seen nobody who really don't like Rum Diddy. So it's like, He's probably one of the people that just be really, really focused when it's like battle rap time. It's like, all right, when I'm battle rapping, I ain't got no fucking friends. You know what I'm saying? But once that shit is turned off, it's like, all right, I can fuck with y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? But even when he's battle rapping, he seemed real friendly too. Because again, when he battled Don Marino, Don Marino was like fucking up in second. Like he was like choking a little bit. And he was just like, all right, whatever. He, was, he stopped. And Rumnity was just like, you want to keep going, nigga? He was just like, he was like, nah, bro, you go. Rumi was like, nigga, you better go. He's so shot. Nigga, you better go. Like, so then Dunbar was on a rapid again. So, like, trying to, trying to catch his rhythm again. Then he finished the round off. So, I was just like, all right, yeah, he didn't want to be to mess up his shot. And after the battle, he was just like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, this show shot to really get on the camera rapping against a nigga like this was a big name. He better, better take that shot, bro. He's like, I just want to give everybody a chance. Yeah, but that just means he's a nice guy and he's not an asshole. That means mm-hmm. he's like a guy of personality. I see that too. I can see, I can see how you feel that way. But yeah, he could be like that. Who knows? He might have like a. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He might be on the podcast when the nigga get clapped. You feel know I me? Mean? That's another thing that has, that gets free rent in my head, bro. Every once in a while, I'll be like, they clapped his ass. He got clapped. When when Norbs got freaking dismantled. Restore Order is one of the funniest, like, one of the funniest podcasts out right now, in my opinion. Because Swave and, Swave and his man Ike P are just hilarious to me. Because Ike P usually is just, just there to talk shit. <laughs> I, I, that's the main reason Ike P shows up, in my opinion, is to talk shit. And he loves doing it. Like, Bruh, that, that is what, is what cause I don't know if Ike P is from Harlem. I know Swave is. But if they're both from Harlem, is what two Harlem niggas would love to do is just sit back and talk shit. That's what, hey, I'll tell you what. I feel like Southern, Southern niggas, they get old to, like, give game and just be chill. Mm-hmm. Older niggas, I feel like they, they get older to get, get, give game and be chill, but they also get older just to talk shit. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what we basically gonna do. You know what I mean? That nigga, that nigga's just hilarious. I love their whack bar of the week. I love all them whole shows is funny to me. Every episode. That nigga, that nigga disrespected Bar God so hard, bro. Like, <laughs> he came at Danny Myers for weeks. Uh, bar God. But eventually, um, Danny Myers. Bar God. He said he said that he would battle Ike. He just been real busy. He said he don't run from no battles. He said he gonna battle him when he get the chance. He said. He said they gonna they gonna get that together. So I'm waiting for it, but so you the problem that? is it ain't happened yet. Cause Danny Myers, bar guy, he had battle damn near every week. He had a battle last week on um, that card for Smack. He got another battle in like a week or two against Arsenal. He's battled every Smack event last year. I think he battled damn near every Smack event last year. Like, mm. is somebody nigga, nigga, either nigga always got time or nigga always need to check? Cause he like he has ten kids apparently. So kid, yeah, he did man, kids only. Yeah, he, uh, he look like a turtle. Yeah, nigga has a lot of kids, so probably he got to keep rapping to feed all them kids. So. Yeah, he definitely do, he definitely do. You gotta have a side hustle too, cause look, I know battle rap ain't paying that well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit, that's a lot of kids. Unless your name is Goods. Apparently, cause Goods, Goods, apparently them figure this shit out. Goods and just been talking about money since he came in the game for a long time. Nigga, the first battle I ever seen him do, nigga said, hater, no paper, my fabric, 14 karat gold gators. I was like, this nigga was talking money when they was in the barbershop freaking <laughs> yeah, battle. Exactly, like, right. I was like, all right, shit, I don't know who this nigga is, but I like him. He's been talking money since he came in the game, and he, talked, and he was rapping against Gucci Gotti. Nigga, we were talking gang shit since he came in the game. So. And it was it was definitely a battle just like that. It was one side talking money, another side talking gang shit. And I was I was here for both sides. I ain't gonna lie. Before the battle, though, I was very confused because Goods have been asking for this battle for a minute. Mm -hmm. And I was always confused. I was like, why do you want to battle Geechee? Like, Geechee, one of the most consistent niggas in the game. Like, Geechee don't, don't have bad battles. Like, Geechee really come prepared for every nigga to talk his shit. Yeah. I was like, that's, I don't know, Liz. Like, your style don't really clash with a nigga who's going to talk that, that screech shit. Because he's going to talk money three rounds. But I was also aware, like, I remember, I think, I think it was Nick Shaq talking about this. It was like, Good's going to probably try to find some angles that other niggas ain't took. And that, yeah. that was really good. So I think, I think before the battle, I didn't see Good's doing well. But then after, like, I remember when I watched the battle, I was like, I think Good's did really well. Yeah, Goods, same here. Goods held his own. Like Goods did really well. Like Goods found really good angles against Geechee. Yeah, he talked grown man shit. I feel like that's an angle you could take because you know what, Geechee Gotti is a nigga that he talks gang shit, but we also believe him. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it's like it's like a, a um, you know, like when you play RPGs or when you have Pokemon, you know what I'm saying? You can have an element, but mm -hmm. there's also another element that is a weakness to your pre previous element. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Geechee has the gang shit. The only thing that kind of like beats gang shit is grown shit. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Grown, real, grown man bars is something you gotta deal with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like we have a Tay Rock that will talk gun bars and just mindless violence all day. But what beats that shit is when you talk real life street shit. It's like, all right, you talk this shit, but I don't know if I don't, I don't know if we believe you because mm -hmm. you always talking violence, violence, violence. Like it sound good, but nigga, I lost homies. Mm -hmm. I banged out. Mm -hmm. I do this for real. You know what I'm saying? And then the only thing that beats that, like I said, grown man shit, like. It's some certain shit that Trump shit. So it's like, when you deal with a nigga like Geechee, if you are a real life tough nigga, like, and you ain't got to prove it, but you doing well in life, you got to be like, all right, I'm going to talk this grown shit to you because, like, it's like, yo. And that's basically what he did. He's like, yo, gang shit, gang shit, gang shit. Like, you don't lost so many friends, I'm surprised you got any left. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it was a beautiful angle. Like, I, I fucked with it. I fucked with both sides. It was a really good entertaining battle. Like, I'm, yeah. 
I'm glad I chose this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one day I choose the battle this week. <laughs> Your boy, okay? <laughs> Holla at me. I try to do the Jay-Z voice. I can't do it. I don't, I don't think you should do it no more. Okay. I ain't Avion you tried, Crockett. You tried it. It didn't work. Now you know do it again. So. First of all, you know how I operate. You know most of the time when I do shit tar- terribly, I end up doing it again. Why do you think we keep playing UFC all the time? I mean, not lately, but, you know. Because, I don't know, maybe. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why you like getting I'll tell you what. It's because I be taking too much twigs of this, and then I start getting all drunk and shit, you know what I mean? I should have I should have chilled it a little bit before I took a sip. Anyway, yeah. Goods in the Geechee Goatee. All right, so <laughs> round one. Fight. Round one, Geechee came out. He had a solid round. Solid, very. He had three solid rounds today, right now. He had, he had a solid round, and he came out talking street shit, but then he was also came with goods talking about like goods was talking about this money shit, but like goods don't really be doing shit. Like he basically like he tried to discredit goods being a get money nigga. Yeah, three rounds of you say you get money, but do you really get money? Like, yeah, because he was like, bro, he was like, you supposed to be a big boss, but you over here, you you work in the same place as me. Yeah, and I'm like. I like while you know I guess goods can bypass that and still talk shit. I'm like that is a good question. I'm like if you're doing this well, and we've sitting here and talked about how like okay, even the best battle rappers can only be getting so much money. Like it's more money than what we making. Yeah. But nigga, it'd be far to say that like nigga one of them battle rapper niggas ain't living in a house just like this nigga. Yeah, just a regular old house. You know what I'm saying? Especially since a lot of them niggas is from up north. Which, you know, rent is taking your arm, your leg, and your asshole. You know what I'm saying? So much money coming out your damn check. You feel me? So, it's like, battle rap niggas only make so much. So, it's like, I guess it would make, it may make sense as why goods don't really show up that much. He just does it for the sport, but still. It was still good angles. Like, nigga, you here with me yeah. at the end of the day. So, it's like, you you say you're making money, but like, are you? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> are you really making money? You know what I mean? So, hey. Are you eating though? <laughs> are you eating though? Nigga, are you eating though? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is for beginners. You ain't even know. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah, like, but Goods kept coming with that that, that money talk. He came with the money talk for three solid rounds. And at first of all, I'll get tired of it. I was like, okay. I didn't get tired of That's what it confused me because usually I, I, I get tired of Goods. Yeah. I, I get tired of Goods. Like, all right, whatever. It's the same thing for three rounds. But I didn't really get tired of it. And then, like you said, he came at him about like the street shit. He was like, "Nigga, you still doing this? Like, we gonna, gonna keep going yeah. this? Like, that's all you can do is you got you got to use your opponent's strengths against them. So it's like, cause he, I'll tell you, with the gang shit, he does it one of the best. He is, he's the best at it. And so I, it like, like, I, don't, I don't get tired of it either. I have not yet. And like I said, good said, it's the same shit every battle. Yes, it is. But I ain't got tired of that shit yet. You know what I'm saying? I, I like that shit every single battle. You feel me? But yeah, yeah like. I was, I was, I ain't gonna lie. I was fucking with Goods because you know, as our uh, our beard correspondent and street enthusiast says that Goods is a pretty average ass nigga. I agree with that too. And I, I'm not, I'm not mad at anybody having that uh, that take on him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't mad at that. I will say this battle though, it was an above average Goods, and I feel like it was an above average Goods because he had an angle to go with. Because usually, he, I don't think he usually has angles, or he doesn't really care enough to have one. No. He'll just drop some nice bars and whatnot he'll, and dip out. He'll drop some bars. He'll insult you, talk about how you don't get money like him, and how you brag a little bit. Yeah. And then that'll be it. But like this battle, I feel like he's been preparing for a minute to come yeah. at Gucci with these angles. He's like, all right, 
And I'm gonna talk in this round. I'm gonna talk about how you don't get money like me and how you need to find a legitimate thing to get money and how we need to be teaching people. Yeah. In this round, I'm talking about how all right, you a screen nigga. Yeah. That's not that cool no more, dog. Like. Yeah, we've been doing this. So he was just like, yeah. He then in another round, I can't remember what round it was. He was talking about how when niggas watch battle rap. And they see him, they they know like they think oh niggas getting money. Like do you know do you remember which round that was? Yeah, I think it was the third round. That was the third, okay. It might have been the third round. Yeah, he was like if a nigga if a nigga watching battle rap for the first time and sees me, he's gonna be like, Ooh, battle rap niggas getting money. Yeah, yeah. That nigga did walk in there with a with Dior a, shirt. With, with, with a Dior sweater that was crazy. I ain't gonna lie, good Dior too. Yeah. as a non designer type of nigga, I'll wear that. I would wear that, yes, yeah. yes. As a non-designer nigga, I'll be like, "That's a good shirt, though." Yeah, <laughs> that is a good shirt. I ain't going. I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Pop, Pop Smoke would be very proud of that shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rest in peace. But yeah, like it was. It was like good money talk too. Like, like yeah. I feel like I feel like that's a. You know, it's weird. I feel like that's an angle that like a lot of niggas can't really go because niggas try, mm. but it's like in reality, we all know, like nigga, we know how much. Niggas is making Yeah You know what I'm saying For goods I remember like He kept He kept ending Every round with Seven screams of income To make you a millionaire And then he was Breaking down He was like Nigga I make investments He was just like Nigga I have business partners And he's like Nigga I make deals I do real estate Like he was really Breaking down Like nigga I was really Out here getting bread Talking this money Talk for a reason Type shit Yeah And I like Get you side It was like Alright well I mean Before I saw you Advertising Cologne I ain't really seen you Like being sponsored By nothing So I was like Where are all these Investments and shit You be talking about you know what I'm saying? And, uh, like, if you were sponsored by people, like, nigga, wouldn't you want your fans to be aware of the shit so they can bring revenue to the shit so you can sh- prove your... You know, like, he was, they were breaking each other down, like, beautifully. Mm-hmm. I fucked with it on both sides, bro. Yeah, I for, agree with that. For real, for real. Okay, I agree with that as well. I just, like, this battle, it was, it's a good battle, but, like, I said overall, I wasn't super impressed by it because I, mean, I, I watch a lot of battles because, like, Smack has an event, damn it, every other week. Yeah. So it's just like I get burnt out a little bit. So unless it's super sure. crazy, it's like all right, whatever, it was cool. This battle, I just I remember it just being cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it G real. I really watch like maybe one battle for this uh, podcast. Well, he be watching like whole events and shit. You know, that's why he be coming through with the extra content. You know, usually um him and Shaq might come with it. It'll be in a, a caffeine event. And they might you know recap shit. Yeah. I'm either at work or I'm I just came home and I'm tired from work and I don't want to hear rapping ass niggas rap. You know what I'm saying? I want to rest or talk to my baby and shit. So they be on that shit, so they might get burnt out. I really just do one battle a, a, a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I consume a lot of battles. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't trying to consume all that shit. Cause like, like I said, it makes because I feel like this this was a pretty B plus battle. Because mm-hmm. it's also like I like when it's not just two niggas that just happen to rhyme good going against each other. Like when we can come with some schemes, come with some angles. Some good angles too Like we can come And try to break each other down mm-hmm. And it works I mean We don't get that often Sometimes we get niggas That come We can get legends With lackluster performances We can get Niggas that just You know They're coming with it But We've heard a thousand Shoot em up Bang bang bars all day mm-hmm. So it's like Niggas ain't trying to hear that shit You know what I mean Like It could be anything But when we have somebody Like when we have people Coming through with Actually like Like they sat down And wrote for a specific nigga Yeah And they do it well It shows It's different For sure It's different You wanna give the scores or Let's get into it bloody Alright Crowd control I, I gave Gotti a 5 And I gave Goods a 5 
Because this is one of them, like, quiet rooms, small, or shits. It was outside. All right, those was, was, was on, like, a set. Yeah. A little set, and everybody was standing outside together. I like, thought that was a very weird environment. Yeah, it was like niggas was on a curb or something. Like, niggas was on the corner. They wanted to make it. They wanted to bring back the street feel, but... I guess know, so. It felt weird. And it was weird to do it at nighttime. Like, I don't know how many ciphers happen at nighttime. It was just when the, when the freaks come out. But, you know... As far as like the, the 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 small crowd, the reactions from the crowd, I feel like both sides was getting like fives, like both sides was like ooh ahs and all that good shit. Mm-hmm. I, I give them both fours for crowd control. I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. It's almost like with the crowd setting, it's like it wasn't like crazy crazy, but it's like what 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 would I expect the crowd to do? It was almost like daylight. It's like it was like I'm getting a crowd. I'm getting a crowd reaction with no crowd. Mm-hmm. Like it's like. There's no crowd, so when yeah. the crowd does react, it's just like, what, yeah. what do we want? Do we want somebody to cartwheel? And yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not what you, it's not what you came there prepared for. Would you give it a five if somebody in the crowd was leapfrogging? <laughs> if that niggas leapfrogged <laughs> over the curb into where the crowd was at, five all day. That's a five every fucking time. So if, one, if somebody just jumped over smack for no reason, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a five right there. That'd be, that'd be a five. <laughs> that'd be a five. That's a five. All right. Would you get for delivery? I give them both fours for delivery. Same here. Same here. I feel like goods, goods is delivery. I'm never that big a fan of it. Like I think Goods is a good rapper, but I've never been that big on Goods. I think Goods even admitted he was just like he's like I'm a better cipher than a battle rapper. He was like I'm great, yeah. and he's like I'm great in a cipher. I'm a great rapper. He's all like, oh, this battle shit's like not necessarily as crappy to do. Yeah, because besides past day, mostly niggas just yell all day, and Goods is not like a yelling ass nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's too cool for that. So mm-hmm. like. You gonna emphasize certain points, so it's gonna be good, but it's not gonna be like, it's not gonna be like, came through with the cut. He ain't gonna spit in your face and all kind of crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and given the setting, like, like I said, both sides got a four. Cause like, I don't know what I, it's like. I feel like I couldn't feel comfortable giving it a five, but I'm just like, I don't know what more I wanted niggas to deliver mm-hmm. when it's just you and I. How much yelling we gonna do it at one another? Yeah. But you know, I don't know. I like goods. I like goods. Um, delivery. I like both of their deliveries. I almost wanted to give them a five, but I feel like based on past criteria I've given, I feel like we've been openly biased about giving both fives. Yeah, because like I've seen, like, it was like we've we watched a good amount of Geechee battles, and like we've given Geechee fives on his on delivery, but that was like he was like in niggas' face. So I feel like he was he's, he's been calmer since there's no crowd, so like his delivery been a little like chiller. So yeah, know. yeah. I know why. I feel like he's getting money really, so it's like he's not as angry. He don't got nothing to prove, and he's already been a nigga that's not got nothing to prove. Like. Mm-hmm. That's why that's one of the reasons why I believe we really believe him. He's not gonna be all in your face trying to say shit because he's like, no, nah, like if it pops off, I really will like beat the shit out of you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't gotta be in your face and make you feel like I will, like because I will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that calm, confident, game banging ass Compton energy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, but yeah, I gave fours on both sides with delivery. How about haymakers? Haymakers, I gave Gotti a four because mm-hmm. you know the consistent regular. Regular shit, good shit, but regular shit. I feel like Goods. I gave him a five because I feel like his shit was like stick to ribs. It's, it could be a bias thing because you know, as a nigga, you know, we we both trying to get it in this world. We trying money talks when you get older, mm. honestly. Like I guess when you younger, all that drilling shit and just trying to get a reputation and just trying to, you know, do nigga shit with your friends, hood rat shit with your peoples. You know what I mean? Be down with the shenanigans. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like. That shit works when you're younger, but when you're getting older, it's like, all right, we're trying to get to this money. 
And Goods was talking money talk, so that shit stuck with me a little, a little more. You know what I mean? Haymakers are also giving both wars. I feel like, I, like, I, kind of like you mentioned earlier, this is going to be a B-plus battle yeah. overall, in my opinion. So it's like, neither one of them really said nothing that was super-duper crazy to me. Especially that Goods really never said anything that crazy to me. That's not his style. So mm-hmm. This wasn't, I don't feel like this is Geechee's best work. I just feel like Geechee put on a good show like Geechee always does, so I couldn't give him a whole five. Mm-hmm. So I just gave him both wars. Yeah, I respect that. I just, I think I just personally fought with goods more just because of the money talk, and that's one thing I'm really trying to do these days is get some money. So, m- money, money speaks to me basically. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah. So zone, zone. I gave them both fives. I also gave them both fives. They put together three solid rounds with no slip ups and mistakes. It was like, how could I not give you a five? Like, we did nothing wrong in your, in your battle. So yeah, five. Yeah, they beat both leagues got seventeen for me. I thought it was a pretty even gotcha I got a, a, a 18 for Gotti and I got a 19 for Goods you know what I mean I feel it was a pretty solid battle um, if we had to give any side that I feel like did better I feel like I favored Goods a little more just cause you know the money talking the grown talks I might I might say I favored Goods a little more too if I had to cause it was like I didn't see that coming from him cause again you battling a nigga like Geechee and Geechee really be bodying niggas when he yeah. to. I just did not expect Goods to do as well as he did I feel like Goods did really well even though we don't usually like battle by um, but I mean a grade by rounds, that's why I did feel like it was a good uh, two one. I mm-hmm. give like the first two to goods, and then you know Geechee always gonna get that third. Oh. His 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 thirds always be be something. So it was consistent. Like I don't this he definitely one of the most consistent. I ain't gonna say one of the most. He damn near he is the most consistent battle rapper I've ever come across. Goods even said that because I seen on um, post interviews. I watched post interview again in my room earlier. Goods was like Geechee. Geechee battles a lot, but he's never whack. Like, there's a, there's a lot of niggas you can't say that about, like, like Geechee battles like he's never whack. Like, even Goods was like, Geechee put on a great show against him. Like, he thought he thought the whole battle was great. Like, he ain't get that bad said about Geechee. But he's man, one of the main reasons why the battle Geechee is because he thinks Geechee's really good. He respects Geechee. So he's like, Geechee's never whack. So he's like, I appreciate when they come, come always come prepared, consistent with his shit. Like, Geechee's damn near like, he's like the a new age Jadakiss. Like, Jadakus has never had a whack verse. Mm-hmm. He's always going to have, like, a bar or two, at least a bar or two that stick with you, even if it's a commercial joint. Like, he's always he's always going to come real consistent with his shit. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that matters is maybe the beat and the song. But mm-hmm. Jadakus is always going to be Jadakus on track, regardless. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Geechee's like that. Geechee always comes with that, always comes with energy, always comes with bars. Like, I think there's only been one time we watched him, it was, like, somewhat of a lackluster Geechee. And even then, it was like probably was just that, a, Was that when you battled uh, K-Shine in the small room? I think so. And that was when K-Shine had all his niggas with him. So, it was like, it was like obviously, they was going to ride for K-Shine. Oh, yeah. yeah was, I think it was blood and real heavy, too. Cause yeah. You know, but even then, I was like, that was a testament to Geechee. Because it's like, Geechee's, like, he's cripping and he's cripping for real. So, niggas battle. Niggas go gang for gang. But it's like, when you know a nigga cripping for real, it's like, all right. Niggas, niggas forget that I'm blood, but they gonna remember I'm blood today because I got a blood real hard against, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that was the only time, and even then, it was like, it was, it was usually he B plus. That was like a regular, maybe a, a regular B, yeah. at most a B minus. Like, the nigga, niggas, niggas good, man. The niggas real good. Let me take a sip to that. Ooh, <clears throat> say no to alcohol, kids. All right, you have to say yes to it. Hmm? In your case, you have to say yes to it first. 
Well, you know, I already, I've said yes to a lot of things. You feel me? Exactly. Twinkies, donuts, cakes, ice cream, sprinkles. What you ain't going to do is add extra desserts, okay? <laughs> say, I'm going to correct you, sir. Okay, ice cream, funnel kicks every once in a while. Donuts, I got a thing for donuts, you know what I'm saying? I fucks with the Krispy Kremes. I ain't had them in a minute. I ain't had the Krispy Kremes in a minute either. I, I will keep it thinking about getting me some lately. I might, I might, I might, I might take that down. I ain't had a Krispy Kreme donut in a good minute. If you ever do, just do me a favor and at least get one of them or two of them, the chocolate-covered ones. I want to try one. I ain't, I ain't tried it yet, but I want to try it. I can do that. If you end up getting like a dozen or something. That's all I buy. I'm, all I eat a half dozen. I'm about to say, it's almost like, it's like, is there a point to getting less than a dozen or less than a half? Like, you got to get more than one. Yeah. You can't go up in there. Just Nobody go in there and just buy one. And if you if you, if you you don't buy at least a half dozen. You a serial killer. I feel like you're buying the, the cup of donut holes then. Because the cup of donut holes are only like two, three dollars. And it's like a cup full of like donut holes. I ain't going to lie. He actually put me on to the donut holes. I didn't know donut holes was like, I ain't gonna say I, was, I knew I, I didn't know it was a thing. I knew it was a thing because mm-hmm. you know the Munchkins from Dunkin' and stuff. I knew mm-hmm. that they had that, but I know like all the other stuff, it don't be fresh. I know the donuts are the main thing because they be fresh, and that mm-hmm. really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the donut holes are fresh also. Yeah, because so. they come right out the donuts that they just made. So yeah, they make they got fresh donut holes. Yeah, so them shits, them shits would be fire too, but but yeah. Ice cream and donuts, nigga. I don't fuck with that other shit. I don't fuck with Twinkies. You don't fuck with ice cream and cake? I fuck with ice cream. I fuck with ice cream. I don't really like cake like that. Only time I like cake is when it's from Wish Wish. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit, that's that potent shit, boy. What? Bro, you know what? I should get some tonight because I ain't had it in a minute. Man, you you lucky I'm trying to get back on my right shit, man. But yeah, bro, like, that shit. Bro, you could smell it through the wrapper. That's that shit, nigga. Sit it in a pamper, nigga. You know what I mean? Before he was freaking Trump, Trump dick riding. That nigga was saying some shit, boy. I think about it every time I get that shit, bro. I, I literally pick it up and smell it while it's still wrapped. And I'm like, I can smell everything. I can smell every ingredient and it's, and it's wonderful. It's lovely. Yo, yo, what this man is referring to, I don't know if you ever heard of the restaurant, which, which is like a knockoff subway or like. Uh, hella expensive too. Very expensive for no reason. Sandwich, so, sandwiches, a dub easy. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, like, it's like a firehouse sub or whatever. So they sell like these little cakes in there, or whatever. And I brought him like one home one day because we had one on campus, like when I said on school. I brought a nigga home a cake one day just to be nice, and the nigga got addicted. <laughs> <laughs> The shits was so good because I'm not even a cake pastry digger. Like I'm, I'm very ice cream oriented. So like the only time I really have cake is either like if I'm just really craving dessert and it's the only shit available. You know, it might be someone else's birthday or whatever. Or like if it's at a restaurant and the the ice cream like is on the cake and the cake is warm, shit like that. But other than that, I'm not really a cake type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? But that one, I think it was chocolate too, and I love, I love chocolate, my nigga, bruh. That shit was hitting. I licked the rapper, nigga. You feel me? It was a little bit of icing on that shit. I took that shit off. My taste buds needed all that. You feel me? Bruh. That... All I know is the nigga walked in my room a little bit later and was like, yo, I don't know where you got that shit from. <laughs> <laughs> but if I give you money, you need you to give me some more. Bruh. <laughs> like, nigga, are you okay? Bruh, them eighth, them eighths, that's what I call them, them eighths, quarter keys. Because them shit was wrapped up like freaking bricks. Them shit was pure though. You know what I mean? 
They belong on cocaine cowboys because them shits is wrapped up and them shits is pure. You know what I mean? Moist every time too. They don't make them like that, bro. Yeah, that's that that them shits is different. So yeah, like I said, the nigga was very addicted to the cake. But the case got a different name too, so I was trying to look up the actual. Cause I thought it was a separate store. Like I was like, "Yo, I need to hit whoever this person is. I need to hit this person up, <laughs> like individually, and be like, "Yo, thank you. <laughs> you do you do your shit properly." Yeah, you know I mean the freaking the chocolate ones and the birthday cake ones. Those are my. This ain't even an ad, my nigga. But <laughs> shit, that's bruh. I swear, I, cause I just knew. I thought it was like somebody, like somebody at your college that just like. Cause oh yeah. He didn't say that, um, the wish wish he went to, it was uh, a part of Morehouse. I never mentioned what school I go to. I just I said I was in school. I said it was on campus. Oh, well, yeah, it was part of the school he goes to. If you I don't know went. what school he goes to. I went. Well, the school he went to, if you don't know what that is, you know, do your research. <laughs> I, I explained all of that. You just, what, I, what I've noticed about it is I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, my school. And then he'll be like, oh, yeah, Morehouse? Like, <laughs> I never emphasized what I already said again. Because they could be proud of your school. They could, you know what I'm saying? Shout out your school, man. I ain't even fair. That's what we talk about on show all the time. All right, dude. And then if this shit blows up, we end up being like big-ass podcasters. And then freaking your school want to be like, yeah, we're really proud of our alumni. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Federline. <laughs> I don't want to say your last name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kevin on stage. You could have said anything. <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah that was that was the first time I ever experienced it, it was it was from that spot and I thought it was like a separate thing because you know being out here in Atlanta that was I was new to shit so I knew like you know the, the entrepreneurial spirit is a lot different out here than it is in Spring Hill everybody, everybody especially for black side people hustle. Everybody yeah side so I I thought the cakes especially since the restaurant is Wish Wish but the mm-hmm. cakes are a separate company or look like they're a separate company I thought it was somebody like that really be chefing them, sh- them shits up and just like caught a caught a lick or caught a spot to sell it mm-hmm. so I was like ooh I'm about to find a supplier and just be like you know what let me get some joint joints you know what I'm saying and and, and shit like if that was the case nigga they, this would be an ad my nigga <laughs> even if they don't want to pay right, even, even if they didn't want to pay us nigga I would still do it just off the strength just off the strength of the quality nigga like shit them, I don't even call them shits cakes them shits is bricks that's why I used to call them it was like yo when you would go to school and be like yo if I give you a uh, and them shits is cheap too, even though which which is hell expensive. Which which is hell expensive? Yes. Like the cakes is actually not bad, you know what I'm saying? Two dollars for for a brick, it's not that bad. So I'd be like, I'll give them like five dollars. But like, yo, I'll give you five dollars. You can give me two bricks. Keep the change. You know what I'm saying? Like, I forgot about them shits, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get some get back, boy. When you know, my next cheat day, man, I'm gonna get some bricks. You feel me? Unwrap the rapper one time. Let's get into these bars right quick. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know who wrote, whoever wrote these bars, man. They ain't gonna be as sweet as them, them bricks, man. I'll tell you that right now. But anyway, Geechee Gotti, you ain't really getting money. We can see. How the fuck you supposed to be this big boss? You work for the same company as me. Plus, I get paid more. It ain't way, way more, but trust me, it's way more. He gonna paint the picture that I'm the slave whore when in reality I'm the one doing the whipping and getting paid for it. Fuck with that. Fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't that the first? I think that was his second. I can say I'll be getting these rounds confused. I believe the ones I got from um it was uh, his second round and the ones I have is from Goods first. Okay. Um okay. Goods. 
These fans know I've been getting money since I started this. When URL booked me, I get paid so much, it looked like a partnership. When What you do, about 20 battles a year? Geechee, at least you go hard with it. Until I catch him while he writing. Blow his chest in his rap book and make him really put his heart in it. Fuck with that bar, too. Fuck with that. I feel like uh, somebody in the background was um, was hating. Sound, the voice sounded like our beard enthusiast and in, uh, in our uh, our street psychologist. You know what I'm saying? Our, I said street urologist. But I was like, that's yeah, not that's right. Not that's not correct at all. You even try my dog that's, like not, that. that's not correct at all. No. <laughs> that's the wrong ologist. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's the bars. The bars I rock with. You know what I mean? Good battle. Good showing from both sides. You know what I'm saying? Good Dior shirt. <laughs> yeah. Good money talk, good game banging talk, all that. You know what I'm saying? Smack was in the background, sipping drinks, going smrrr in his head. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, all it's right. good shit. So are you ready for your artist of the week? And you, yeah. You want me to go first? Yeah, what? you go first. Ladies first. I'm not that ready. <laughs> My artist of the week is Pooh Shiesty. Okay. Another, I don't know, bro. It's two weeks in a row with 1017 niggas, dog. Push Icy, I like his style, bro. Little homie, he had a nice little cadence. Like mm. his rap voice is good, and he talk about the same shit every song. Don't get me wrong, mm. I, don't, I don't get tired of it though. Every song is about killing niggas and trap shit, but I don't, I don't know. It's like I noticed that I don't mind listening to trap niggas who is not as long as not melodic trap niggas. Mm-hmm. So like that's why I grew up with some niggas like Gucci, like these like Gucci offshoots. So it's like I don't mind. Like, I, I, I'm fine with this. So. You're used to niggas like not sing songy. Yeah, I don't, I'm not into that. And even like melodic niggas, like sometimes niggas overuse the good note. Yeah. Like they'll hit a good note on the beat that works with the beat, but then it's like, all right, they're not singers. So they don't know that you supposed to only hit that maybe like one or two times so niggas get excited. They just, they hit the shit the entire time. Yeah, because like it's like, like pretty much half these new 1017 niggas, they sound the same. Yeah. I'll admit that. Pooh Shiesty and Big Scar sound very similar. Fujiano sound a little different because his voice is a little, his, he, he speaks a little different. Rowboy, nigga, 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 a little too sang so I keep him flowing. I wanted mm-hmm. to like him. Listen to his stuff. Mm-hmm. Did not like it. It sounded a little too much like uh, the other four, the nigga, uh, Hot Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm not as big on Hot Boy either because like it's like the sing song in the trap. Like it's like, it's not, he's not singing, but it's like more melodic sounding. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's not, that's not the kind of trap that I enjoy personally. Yeah, from a different era. Yeah, so, but Pooh Shiesty, I do like him. I like, I like, I like everything I heard from Pooh Shiesty. Looking forward to the next project he dropped because I like him. I like, I like him. I like him a lot. I think Pooh Shiesty good. I've heard some good buzz on his name too. Like people, people in Atlanta fuck with Pooh Shiesty like heavy. Like yeah. everybody I know in Atlanta fuck. Every time I go to work, people talking about Pooh Shiesty. Like niggas, niggas fuck with him. Shiesty. He's he definitely next. He got a wave. He's definitely next because I definitely like. At first, I heard like his the top names from the ten seventeen click was Fujiato and Pushaisty. Yeah. Now I feel like Fujiato kind of caught like caught a little hit. Mm-hmm. So like you know, but like Pushaisty, like I feel like he's like you know getting the buzz. But I don't know if he caught a hit yet. I don't, but I don't think he got no hit yet. But, but it's think, coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. He's got come coming some shit, and it's it's gonna be a hit. You know what I mean? But yeah, shout out to Pushaisty. Shout out to the whole seven the ten seventeen. You know what I'm saying? They doing their shit. You know what I mean? I, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't expecting for niggas to fuck with them like that because they were all like kind of new artists. Like mm-hmm. it's like really Gucci coming through with a new, and it's like 
I don't know. You gotta give this nigga respect. Like he don't he don't miss. He just he know what the streets gonna fuck with, and he yeah. always finds them before they get big, big, big. Yeah. And you know, like if he really wanted to, if he was one of them selfish niggas and like wanted to have everybody under paperwork and shit, he would probably be bigger than QC. You know, what I'm saying? I think it's possible. He would be Atlanta. I see what you're saying. I see exactly what you're saying. I feel like every I, nigga that's popping has come through him in one way or another. Hmm. Like Future, Migos, like Young Thug. Like Waka Flocka, like I don't, I don't think you can really name anybody popping in like besides you know like the uh, Maconan and Father and like the weird side of Atlanta, like and I hope that's not disrespectful. I've heard you mm-hmm. know people don't like being called weirdo in the streets, but uh, like as far as like the actual street 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 side, mm-hmm. like every single person that has come out of Atlanta has been touched by uh, Gucci Man one way or another, like been approved, worked with. Like, that's why niggas really rock with Gucci Man the way they do. Like, even now. And it's also like, 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 lucky what you are kind of saying is like Gucci ain't afraid to work with nobody either. Like, yeah. Gucci will work with any nigga from Atlanta. Like, Gucci yeah. will give anybody a verse. He always trying to get back. So. He could have signed niggas. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, he could have. He could have probably signed niggas. Like he could have signed it, but he just really be like on some real nigga shit. Be like, yo, I, I fucks with you. Like. If, like niggas would be signed, and then like they might find a bigger situation and be like, "All right, I'll let you out your contract." Like mm-hmm. you know, he don't hold he don't hold niggas or hold niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, respect to Gucci for that. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to Ten Seventeen. You know what I mean? But so my artist of the week, you know how I do. I always come with more than one because fuck rules. Um, first one I must just say uh, once again, shout out to Uncle Murder. You know what I'm saying? That wrap up 2020. Um, he does a wrap up every year. I'd be looking forward to it personally. I know it's more of an up north thing since he's from Brooklyn. Mm. And, you know, his, his flows are unorthodox. So, you know, it, it, for people that actually like people that ride the beat, he might be a little weird to y'all because, like, he rides the beat, but but not, you know, shit like that. But, yeah, Mad Skills had to wrap up every year. And now um, we have a Brooklyn nigga doing it. He literally took it from him, I think, around, like, 2014, 2015. And Mad Skills just stopped doing it because he got tired of it. But, um, but yeah, he's been doing it and prospering, too. And also, he's disrespectful with it. Because niggas be really doing a lot of disrespectful shit. So, it's like, he can talk to niggas and make niggas give... What is it showing me? say give niggas the credit they deserve for being dumb or being stupid. Mm-hmm. So, I fucks with it. He did say this year is probably going to be his last year. But, niggas, we only, what? We only two weeks into the new year. And he literally be saying, like, bro, niggas is not trying to let me retire in peace. Like, fam... We ain't even gonna talk about the shit that happened. If you are alive during these times, you know what's going on. We ain't gotta talk about it. But it just seems like 2021 is just gonna be exactly what 2021 is. It's 2020 part two. It's just gonna be a year after 2020, so it's more bullshit. What do you gonna say your artist of the week? First of all, nigga, I do what I do when I... First of all, you know what? I'm taking, yeah, yeah, like, I'm taking a sip. You know I'm twisted. But yeah, my artist of the week is Uncle Murder and um, K Camp. I want K Camp to get some flowers because that yo, he released uh, I think the Deluxe of Kiss Five, which yeah, yeah, I, have, I have heard that. In my my opinion, Kiss Five is de- definitely by far the best one. Mm-hmm. Just keeps getting better. And um, he also released Rare Family, which is like his click. Label, all that shit. I feel like one day. I have that downloaded, but I ain't listened to it yet. Yeah. 
Same here. I haven't listened to Red Family, but I was a big fan of Kiss Five, so I had to get the deluxe, and I even like the deluxe track. So, you know, for the like K Camp, we've talked about K Camp is somebody that's definitely like, like very talented, still active, mm-hmm. and you know, I've seen an inter- uh, uh, IG lobby had that kind of explained why his name's kind of been like not respected as much as it should. You know, it's always label issues or you know bad contracts. And apparently, he signed up. Did a bunch of bad contracts because he been he been he been he been in some shit since the beginning. But apparently now his situation is good. Or a year ago his situation is good, and that's when he caught the uh, the TikTok joint, Renegade. Uh, uh, I forget the real name of the song, but yeah, like so. K Camp, fire. I look forward to more work from him. Good guy. And yeah, that's my words of the week. Great. K Camp and Uncle Murder. Great. I'm glad we were able to get through that segment. So, and I have no plan. <laughs> uh, I think that's gonna do it. I got nothing else to add. Um, yeah, we're gonna do it this week. Quan, uh, where can they find you to, to talk shit to your face about? You know what I'm saying? You can find me at Bible Study. You know what I'm saying? Getting some cutty, or you can find me online on your social medias at uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at S A Y Q U A N D. It's at the bottom of the video. You know what I'm saying? At the bottom of the video. I mean, I can't tell. I'm just looking in the camera right now. Y'all might not even be looking at me. I might not even be looking at y'all correctly. But you know what? We're going to figure it out in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Let me take a sip to that. So, yeah, if you're looking to find me, you can find me at High Side Power 1. All my socials are the same. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. I talk back. Um, and then you can also find me, you know what I'm saying, on Dead End Game and producer over there. That's where most of y'all probably find me at. It's Young Jizzle from the bottom of the bottle. Yeah, um, you know what I'm saying? Talk to me, I talk back, like I said. And then if you're looking to talk to us about the show, the show is on IG, show is on Twitter at Hold Down Pod. You know, if you got any questions or battle recommendations, but I, we definitely want more questions, though. We need more questions so we could For sure. you know, answer, answer questions on, like, do a little quick QA, we do a video answering fan questions or whatever. So send, send your questions in. Yeah, man, let me know if you want me to put the alcohol down, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want me to be drunk next episode, we'll see what we could do. You know what I mean? If my words are slurring a little bit, you know, we try to be professional, but you know, sometimes things just go as they may, you know what I mean? So yeah, like I said, I think what's going to do with this week's episode, Hold Down Podcast. Um, <laughs> make sure when you get a chance to sway by the YouTube. You he trying a, to end this shit. Follow uh, wherever you listen to the show at. Give us a review. You know what I'm saying? That helps out the show. Yeah. Uh, share the podcast as well. Um, also, you know, saying to spread the word that the HID boys now in HD. Um, Quan, anything, any other foolishness you wanted to add before, before I end the show off correctly? Say no to drugs. Say yes to hugs. You know what I'm saying? Baby, because I'm a thug. I'm a thug. I mean, I could have said Kanye shrug. You know what I'm saying? Okay, uh, sure. And, Clean um, your rugs. While you're doing that, you know what I'm saying? Remember, tell a friend and tell a friend. And tell a bitch to tell a hoe. And remember, sophomore hood down. Hey, yo, y'all listen to Young Dro. <laughs> Just a random shout out. Peace.